minutes on the mind of a football coach podcast today we have coach Lagasse. coach welcome to the podcast hey thanks for having me coach and i pronounce did i pronounce your last name correctly you got it right on the money okay good uh, i was assuming that's what it was because we've talked before but i'm glad i didn't butcher that to start the start the podcast so for <clears throat> so, so for the people that don't know you please introduce yourself then we'll go from there yeah, my name is uh, Clayton Lagasse. I'm an assistant coach here at uh, Doddridge County High School. I um, feel like my main role is I'm the strength conditioning coach in the offseason. Um, I'm also the head JV football coach here. And uh, position-wise, I work with uh, the linebackers and the running backs. So uh, that's a little bit about what I do. That's awesome. We uh, we played you all on a barn burner in JV this, this yeah, last man, year. Yeah, that was our last game of the season. That was, uh, yeah, definitely a barn burner. So, I know it's not the main topic of our conversation, but man, what's it like for you, single A, trying to find JV games? I imagine that's pretty wild sometimes. Yeah. So to talk a little bit about that, um, this was the first year in since I've been here. I've been here five years that we've actually been able to play a full eight game JV schedule. Um, like you said, oh wow! Single. So sometimes you know, like this year, we were, were gifted with a, a very good group of underclassmen, and um, so. You know, we were able on our end to play those eight games, but the schedule that we started out with that we first had set was nothing like what we, uh, mm-hmm. we actually played. I think, you know, I think five out of the eight games, we actually ended up you know, just rescheduling off the fly. And uh, we actually, you know, we found that most times we end up having to play up. So, uh, you know, we played guys in McCann and Upshur. Uh, we played mm-hmm. Lincoln, you know, just local AA schools um, in the area. Uh, we went down to Bahama, Ravenswood. So, a lot of off schedule, you know, the, our varsity plays, the JV teams, a lot of times we have to go and search for games elsewhere. But I mean, I definitely feel like getting those JV games in is definitely important to the growth of the program. Man, I bet that that helps you grow as a coach. You know, you're trying to figure all that out. How, how do we, who do we play? Where do we play? And yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Coach Burnside, the staff here, they're great. They, they help me out a lot with that. But really, I feel like the past two years, you know, doing the play calling on JV and, and just getting my feet wet as a coach. I've grown so much just from that experience here recently. Mm. So is this the first year you called plays or you call, or you call, or you call, or you call, or you Yeah, this is, uh, this is the second year I've called plays. This was my second year doing it as a, a the, the head coach. Then when I was assistant there for two years, I called defense on JV. Oh, cool. So do you have a defensive coordinator on JV? Yeah, yeah, Coach uh, Jeremy Ross, he, he does that. He's the special teams coordinator on Friday nights, and uh, okay. he, he helps me out on Mondays too. Man, that's awesome. And then you're you're rocking the weight room. So what does that look like for you all this time of the year? What's what's going on? How's that happening? What's what's all going down there? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so our season just ended there at the end of uh, November. We were lucky and fortunate enough to make it to the semifinal game. We lost there to Williamstown. So – Really, for me as a strength coach, I always like to take a little bit of time off. And I know a lot of people probably have, you know, different ideas, different views on that. But so we took two weeks completely off. And there, the two weeks, you know, right there before Christmas break, we we opened it up. But there was nothing organized, just guys that wanted to come in and work out. You know, they could do their own thing without me, you know, coordinating or organizing anything. You know, I was just kind of in there. And kind of letting them just get their bodies, you know, where they want them. So then, but it's been made clear. So once we come back here on Wednesday, 
you know, as school go, you know, we, we start our program. And that's one thing I think that I found I don't like to, and our coaches, we don't like to jump right back in like the next Monday after losing the game mm-hmm. and start our offseason. We kind of like to have a, a, a new taste in our mouth, um, a sense of a turnover, and, uh, you know, let those guys, you know, it's 2022 is over with. We come back fresh mind. We're going to start on 2023 here this coming week, actually. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's, that's, I think that's so good because I think I get caught up in the let's do it right now, <laughs> you know, because yeah. the season's over. And yeah, we do need some time to decompress and learn and then get back into it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, and it's different every year. So, like a couple of years ago, we lost first round. We got upset by East Hardy. And that was a situation where it was still early November. You know, we didn't wait till January to get back after it. I, we always just like to give two, three weeks of downtime. Mm-hmm. get back into it so what does your weight room look like like what are you focusing on is it a cycle how do you how do you break that up yeah so like we said I mean the bulk of our work you know West Virginia high school football I mean the off season's not as long as what we think I mean we get those flex days rolling around in May and you know so what I like to do is I, I kind of break it up into blocks um, so like January to you know, April, May, that's our first block. That's where we're getting, you know, half of our work in. And, you know, that's where we're working on strength, speed, flexibility, you know, getting guys built up to where they need to be. Then in the summertime, you know, it's kind of a transition. We're practicing some, we're lifting some there in that June window. And where we try to build strength all the way up until August, you know, then we have a lot of guys that play both ways. Um, and we like to have some guys that don't play both ways, but, you know, once we hit into that end season mode, it's almost like a maintain, you know, or maintain mode. We'll have some guys that make, uh, you know, strides in season lifting, but, um, the bulk of our work comes from, you know, from now till, you know, August. So, Mm -hmm. but as a strength coach, I'm looking at building strength, speed and flexibility. Those are my three main things, kind of injury prevention role there. And uh, so that's kind of what the basis of my program is based around. Yeah. So when you talk about strength, how are you doing that? What are you using to, to build that? Yeah. So, you know, every program, every team has their kind of their MO, their brand of football. So, you know, we like to play a physical brand at Doddridge. We run the football. Our off season wants to complement that. Um, so real strength heavy, you know, we're focused on that. So what I like to do, you know, we have our core lifts just like everyone does. We're focused on hang clean. That's our big lift. Um, mm. I kind of steered clear from the power clean from the floor up. I don't do a lot of deadlifts. Um, I've kind of scratched that out. Um, so power cleans, um, our squats, uh, and our benches, that's our kind of our three things that, that we focus on. Now, you know, most of the time, you know, we're not lifting those lifts. Um, we'll do different variations of them. We might only bench press or we might only squat or, you know, clean once a month, you know, we're always mm-hmm. looking for supplemental lists that's going to build that up. So when we mm-hmm. test here next week, you know, we're getting the, our first initial test, you know, we're looking by March when we do our, you know, kind of our middle block test, you know, we're going to be looking for big jumps from, you know, January to March from those supplemental lists. Um, so we don't try to, you know, burn those lists out. It's not something we do all the time. Mm-hmm. Man, that's interesting. So what kind of supplemental list do you do? 
what are you what are you what are your your things uh with yeah, so like i said we focus heavy on the hand clean um a lot a lot of shrugs um mm. jump shrugs um anything explosiveness like i said we're trying to replicate the movements that we're using on the field so you know when we're talking about cleans it's a lot of you know hip movements you know you're transferring that weight that energy all the way up through from your hips up to your you know your shoulder boards so a lot of jump shrugs um um high, high pulls that's something we do mm -hmm. just boom right up off the rack um, a lot of push presses um you know lifts that are using your full body and that, that's something else i like to touch on mm -hmm. i'm not a guy that, that believes in you know on monday we're going to work you know chest and back or chest and tries tuesday we're going to do you know back and legs or whatever mm -hmm. i like to you know, i have a day of emphasis and we do four days a week and we can kind of talk about that but i like to throw it like i'll have a day that we're emphasizing upper body but you know there's still going to be some lifts and some exercises plyometric wise that is focused on your lower body um and that's kind of what I do. So bench press, we do all kinds of different uh, bench press variations, like anything but your standard bench press. Uh, we have a lot of resistant band, like resistance bands work. So um, we have the, the free chains that we put on, a lot of dumbbell work. We do floor bench press, that's something we've been big on. Um, push-ups, we do a lot of push-ups. And uh, then squat-wise, same thing. Any variation of squat, you know, dumbbell goblet squats, split squats, front squats, something that we do heavy. Um, we front squat a lot and we you know, we add resistance to that bar. Um, just any kind of variation that can get us away from the standard lift. But then that way, you know, when we do test those standard lifts, you know, we've worked muscles that aren't going to be worked if you're just squatting or you're just bench pressing. So, and we've seen, you know, big gains the past couple of years. I mean, we've had guys, you know, add, you know, 100 pounds to their hand clean, 75 pounds to their uh, bench press, you know, huge jumps that, uh, you know, really you don't hear much of, but, and that comes from a dedication standpoint on their end. And, and those guys that may see those huge gains, they put in the work, but a lot of it goes back to really kind of get a good variation of what you're trying to do. We might only do an exercise two or three times, you know, in a whole program. We're always mm. cycling through different lifts. Um, so that's kind of what we do. I, I'm always looking for new things to kind of shake up the norm. Um, you know, when the guys see the workout on the board and they're like, oh, what, what's that? You know, mm -hmm. I always like that, you know, kind of you have their attention. And uh, it helps them grow as an athlete, too, you know, when mm -hmm. they're always passing around learning new, new things. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I've been around people that are like you, that want to try new things, do new things, or pe and people that this is what we do. This is how we always do it. We do these lifts. What made you want to be like that? Because it's interesting that that's how you are. Yeah, well, so when I was a freshman, I'll go back to when I was a player. When I was a freshman, um, that was Coach Burnside's first year here as the, as the head coach and the staff that's here now. That was all their first years. And so, like, when I, when I trained in high school, you know, I really – I was on my own a lot. We didn't really have, you know, a whole lot of, uh, you know, structure in the offseason. So I kind of trained myself and I was blessed in the sense I got to play a little bit of football down at Glenville State. And I had a good idea of what I was doing, but there was like a whole, like I was opened up to a whole new world. And by no means am I trying to run, you know, my off-season program in high school at Dodgers County like I am the college off-season. Mm -hmm. But, you know, 
I want my guys, if they want to go on and pursue a career in college, they're, they're prepared. And, you know, I've just really past couple of four or five years that when I've been doing strength training, you know, mixing new things, trying new things. And, and once you start seeing the results, you know, it kind of makes you want to keep uh, adding new things and you find what works. Now we have, you know, I say I'm always mixing things up, but we have, you know, the lifts that we're doing quite frequently, you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. but you never know when you're going to find something that the guys like better and, and they're going to catch on to it and it helps them out. So, and that's what I base a lot of it. If the guys enjoy doing it, that's the lift I'm going to go with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and then talk about your speed training. What are you doing for that? How do you all get that, yeah, get that so, accomplished? Yeah, so like I said, a lot of resistance bands work there too. So to give you an idea like what we do, so when we come in, our lifting's right after school. We go down the weight room. So from about 3.30 to 4.15, that's our strength block. You know, we can burn out 8 to 10 lifts is normally what we do in, in one day. So then we're going to take 15 minutes off from about 4.15 to 4.30. Then 4.30 to around 5, that's your plyometric. That's that's our speed block. And we do that two to three times a week, depending on how fresh our guys are, what they're feeling like. So we had the indoor facility down over the hill, um, great facility. And we go down there and do like a lot of uh, cone drills, speed agility work. But a lot of it we do in the weight room. You know, We have resistance bands, uh, any kind of – you know, jump exercise we had the box jumps um anything where we're just rapid muscle movement we're burning it out looking for speed and uh so we kind of alternate a lot of times like so like i said i break it up into blocks so from january to march you know we're going to be doing most of our plyometrics in the weight room um, mm -hmm. you know, speed work on the bands um, battle ropes anything kind of cardiovascular that's going to build that speed then you know like from march to may once we're building up to those flex days we know we're going to be in the june period soon we kind of start transitioning we'll do a day of the plyometric works in the weight room and we're down in the indoor facility you know doing cone drills you know ladder you know lateral movement anything like that you know this your typical drills and one thing that i've done a lot is you know i have about 30 different drills that i do you know plyometric wise in the weight room plus what we do down at the indoor facility and once all the guys get comfortable with them, you know, I'll let them pick, like, hey, we're going to do five plyometrics a day. You know, I have a chart up. They'll, they'll pick what we want to do for the week. Oh, so cool. Kind of, okay. Kind of gives them a, a sense like they're kind of running the show a little bit. But they're, mm -hmm. they're really not. But, you know, it makes them feel good. You know, if they're, they're burnout, they'll, they'll pick something a little easier than other days. I'd be like, well, we got to do a couple hard ones and we'll throw in mm -hmm. some ones that you guys like. But, you know, anything to get them moving. And mm -hmm. really, you know, a lot of the plyometrics, you know, our skill guys benefit from it on the field, but our linemen have seen the most improvement from those that plyometric, that flexibility stuff. You know, than the, the more the more so than the skill players. Uh, we had a really good lineman who's a senior now. He's done when he was a sophomore. Um, the guy could barely box jump. You know, the twelve, the one foot box. Mm -hmm. and now he's you know getting way up like higher than I can jump, which isn't a whole lot, but like the gains that those guys see, the whole team sees around the board from those plyometrics, that's really our bread and butter, I feel like. Hmm. That's awesome. And then how do you tie in the flexibility piece? What do you do for that? So, yeah, so we're going to start, like before we start our stretch, every day we're going to start with a stretch and we're going to end with a stretch. So hmm. a lot of glued ham, like our hamstring emphasis, because it seems like we, a couple of years ago we had like, we were plagued with hamstrings 
you know, glute injuries, you know, this and that. It's like, man, something's got to change. Or it seemed like our guys were tight. So, mm. like three years ago, I think I really took it upon myself, man, I want to incorporate flexibility into what we're doing. So, like on squat day, you know, before we ever squat, we're going to get, you know, a big stretch in or any leg day, we're going to get a big stretch in before we even touch a weight. Um, and, you know, we'll do like banded hamstring curls. We'll hit, you know, glute ham. We'll do like a lot of just body weight lunges, stuff like that. Hmm. And then we're going to end after our plyometrics with another, you know, 10 minute stretch before, you know, before we leave, just hmm. uh, emphasizing, you know, all those stretches. And we really use just your standard, like your resistance bands on stretching. You know, we, all the guys circle up in the weight room. We do four or five different stretches you know, just to keep the guys fresh. And that's something we do in season a lot too. Like we always lift on Mondays, our varsity guys do. And, uh, most of or half the lift is probably just a good stretch, getting the guys mm-hmm. loosened back out. And then the other half an hour, 45 minutes is, is the lift. But um, yeah, we really emphasize flexibility. And the past couple of years, we've been blessed. I mean, we might have, you know, one hamstring tweak here and there, but you know, nothing mm-hmm. serious. Mm-hmm. What do you do to help your guys want to come in the weight room in the off season? What are some things that you do? Yeah. That help yeah. them to to come because we don't have we don't have scholarships we can't pay them so what you, you know what I mean like how are you helping helping do that exactly so I I, I pride myself in trying to be a good motivator um, mm. I love to motivate you know young men that's why I got into teaching and coaching and but one thing I found is you know well I'll back up we don't force our guys to come mm-hmm. you know I mean there's we have a meeting you know before Christmas break we say hey this is when our off season is going to start. And, you know, really we've had probably 95% of the team buy into that. Like, Hey, if you want to win, you'll be there. If not, wow. you're content with letting your position go. Okay. And as a strength coach, you know, I, I have to forget, you know, the role of the depth of the depth chart in season, because you know you might have a guy that is third string in season. That's all of a sudden he wants to work his butt off and, and be the first string guy while the first string guy or the guy that you, would like to see fill that role doesn't dedicate himself. So for me, like I, I'm going to buy into who's, who's going to be there. And so that starts at a young age. So one thing that I do, I, I always open it up to middle school, my middle school athletes. Um, mm. And I, and that is a big task and some of them aren't ready for it yet. And, you know, but I've found when you get a, a like a nucleus of kids, like a good group that are, that are dedicated and they love football and they, they want to play when they're in eighth grade, you know, I make them feel like they're a part of the team. And I, I try to get the older guys to take them under their wing. And, you know, I'm never yelling at them. There's times when, you know, I have to bring the hammer down and, you know, I'm always motivating, but I'm not, you know, just down the kids throats and trying to create an environment where everyone's wanting to learn where they want to be there, you know? So, it should be fun. I try to make it as fun as possible. And like I've talked about, I'd love to try to give, you know, the kids every now an opportunity to, uh, to throw their input in, you know, what do they want to do? What are some things that they like? And I tie that into the program, even if it's like, you know, you get, they all come in one day and you got like split squats on the board and they're like, Oh man, it's like, okay, well, what do you want to do instead of split squats? And sometimes I'll bend on it and let them, you know, do what they want to do do and other times I'll say hey we're going to do it today but I think you know just creating an environment where it's fun where they want to be there and you know it's more than weightlifting I mean that that's more than football you know 
a lot of these guys, they, they want to be there and, you know, create an environment where they want to come, they want to be there. You know, we're, we're laughing, we're having a good time, you know, while we're working. So, you know, I've, I've found that, you know, I don't think there's a huge science behind it when, when you got someone and a group of guys and you can create that environment in the weight room where they, they really just enjoy being there. That's the main thing. And then on the other end of that, they have to see results. I mean, these are teenage boys. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when I first started, I'll go back, like some of the guys were like, uh, I remember my first day in there and mm. you know, I had this plan of like, hey, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get after it. And, you know, the guys were used to just coming in and doing whatever they wanted, you know, free range in the weight room. be like dropping your bus off at Planet Fitness and tell them to go get it. Right, yeah. So, you know, the guys were kind of skeptical and I was like, man, just give me three or four weeks and if you see results, you'll like where you're at. And they did. And, you know, and that's another, like, like I said, if you can see results, those guys, they go home and flex in the mirror. They're feeling mm -hmm. good about themselves. You know, you've got them. And from then, I mean, we've had a great group of young men come through here and, and when they can buy in to the process and see the results physically, you know, you got them, you know, it, plus on top of that, you know, they're enjoying being in there. You know, that's what they want. They know they're becoming better athletes. They're becoming better young men. But, and, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to look good and feel good, too. So mm. I think, you know, creating that fun environment on top of getting your guys to see the results, you know, that's what I really pride myself in on creating mm. an environment where, where they want to be there. Yeah, I think that's the ticket. I think if you have that relationship with them and then they want to be there and get better, I mean, I think that's what you guys you guys have done a great job of that. You're continue you're in the playoffs, you're deep in the playoffs, but your guys still want to work. It doesn't seem like they're complacent. It seems like no. they just want to come and work. Yeah, and, that, and that's another thing that goes into it. I mean, as a coach, you got to be willing to put in the time to make that happen, right? So, you know, if you're if you have a plan of you're going to go from three to four o'clock three days a week, you know, that, that's not going to work. You know, a lot of times our guys. We're lifting it out. You know, we're lifting hard. We're working out. And then, you know, maybe a group of us is going to go watch the ba the baseball game after we train or we're going to go watch the basketball game. So kind of create a family environment in there. You're always together. You know, like I feel like a lot of the players on our team plus me, it's like we're always together. Like I'm with them more than my family. And so there's really a, a sense of, of bond that comes with that time that you put in as a coach and as a coaching staff as a whole that goes a long way in the success of the offseason and the end season too. Hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So what's your in-season schedule? What does that look like? Yeah, so the in-season schedule is something that we've actually been toying around with here recently. Um, so, like I said, Mondays, our varsity guys, that's their lift day. Um, and then what we do, um, Coach Hilvers, he's also on staff here, he opens the weight room every day at lunchtime. So we have like a 45-minute block for lunch where they can eat and the weight room's open. So that Monday, the varsity guys, they're they're getting their own workout on Monday and they're getting after it. So then on Tuesday and Wednesday, we divide the JV guys up on Tuesday or Wednesday. Those guys normally go in. The, the young guys are getting two lifts a week. And normally the varsity guys go in and they get like, I'd say on Tuesday, varsity's going to go down and just pretty much get a pump, you know, do some biceps, do some triceps, do a feel, mm -hmm. look good, feel good workout. And that's really our schedule because – you know, in season, like we talked about, you know, depth sometimes is an issue. And we're not at the point, you know, right now or hardly ever where we can lift three, two, three times a week in season and feel good enough to get done what we want to get done on Friday nights. 
So in season, you know, it really becomes a balance of staying fresh and building and maintaining the strength that we've already uh, got. So, you know, some weeks it looks different. Um, you know, if we get done with a real knockout, you know, drag out physical game with another team, you know, the lifts are going to look different than if we win 50 to nothing, you know, Friday night and varsity only plays two quarters. So with us, I mean, and, and we've talked about, you know, some guys, you know, they're going to feel good and then injuries start to, you know, become an issue later in the season. So, you know, a lot of times later in the season, it becomes, you know, maintenance more than anything, just keeping guys fresh. And, and that's a battle that, you know, there really is, you know, not a set workout strength schedule in season just because, you know, the unknown of what's going to be, you know, next week or tomorrow. And mainly we're just trying to keep guys fresh. Mm. That's awesome. Coach, you're a young coach. Do you want to be a head coach one day? Is that kind of your thing? Like, what do you, what do you, what's your mind mindset there? Yeah, I, I would love to be a head coach one day. That's kind of uh, in my goals. But right now, I'm I'm totally content with where I'm at right now. I'm, I feel like I'm still learning so much about the whole coaching world. So uh, I'm actually getting my master's right now through WVU in sport coaching. Oh, cool. So uh, yeah, I felt like I've learned a lot from that and pair that up with my coaching. And uh, but yeah, but. Right now, I feel like I'm just content with where I'm at, learning. Yeah, man. I I have so much respect for – I texted you this, for Doddridge, for what you guys do as a football team, as a school, uh, as a county school system. Uh, You know, I think in north central West Virginia, in in like a rural county, you guys are like the creme creme de de la creme, you know. And so I'm trying to steal ideas from you and then Coach Burnside and, hey, man, like – how do you guys get it going to work? Cause you guys have it rolling for a school that's rural and like that. That's, that's awesome, man. That really is yeah. cool. Yeah. And I'll add, you know, a lot of things, a lot of times you hear people say, well, you know, you just got to get, especially in single way, well, you got to get the right group of players and, or this, like mm-hmm. the senior class was a special group. And yeah, you have your, your special groups of, of guys that come through, but really if you can take the guy and develop the guy that, no one would ever think would be a football player. And mm-hmm. maybe they don't help you their freshman year through their junior year, but all of a sudden, you know, you've invested in them. Then something clicks their senior year. You know, that's a win. Even, you know, mm-hmm. if they're not all conference or anything, you know, put that stuff aside. You know, if you can build the guy that no one thought would ever amount to anything and get them to where they're in a position to help the team, you know, down the road, you know, that that's the secret, you know, because we, we have guys that come up when they're eighth grade or you know, freshman in high school, they're like, man, why'd they even bother coming out? And then, you know, they buy into the process. You know, two, three down, two, three years down the road, they might be a football player, regard, you know, regardless if they ever seen the field in Pee Wee or middle school or even on JV. You know, you have those guys every now and then that help out. So, you know, that's really what we buy in and try to do is, is you know, develop everyone now. And, all reality, not all those kids are football players. Not all of them are going to develop. But if you can get mm-hmm. two or three a year, you know, that you can develop and build into a football player, you know, that, that makes the difference in single A. And that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, and this offseason for us is going to be a huge one. We graduated a huge senior class, and the team knows that. So, you know, the buy-in of the guys this offseason is going to be more important than ever. Yeah, taking the players that are below average to average, the average to good, that's mm-hmm. the ticket. You're trying to just like you said, just take them up a take them up a, a category, exactly. you know, get them to where they're they're better than they were the year before. Exactly, because so many times it seems like 
you know, you'll have a guy that's a senior and you're like, man, if they had one more year left, just think mm-hmm. of what they can do. And as a coaching staff, we, we don't want to be in that position anymore. Like we want to bring them in when, as soon as their eighth grade season's over, we want to develop them to where they're going to help right away. You know, that's, that's the goal somewhere. They're going to help on JV. They're going to help on special teams right off. And then they can just slide right into the role once we graduate people out. That's awesome. Coach, thank you for coming on and doing this with us. Man, I really appreciate your time and you, you coming on and giving us your wisdom. Oh, yeah, thanks, man. I uh, appreciate you having me, man. It was fun. Awesome.